Hello, welcome to the Malcolm Richmond Show, the discussion where we approach life's hurdles with a comedic zen. Hi, I'm your host, Malcolm Richmond, and today's topic is college. Is it worth it? Is it for everybody? And uh, should you really go? And uh, what is free college and what is missing from college? What is the missing from the experience? And why didn't you go or why would you go? And uh, at what point should you consider it? Okay, so before we get started into that uh, very um, intriguing topic, allow me to introduce my lovely co-host, Ms. Millie Mill. What? What's up, girl? Hey, <laughs> Chilling, yeah. Uh, you got to forgive us both. We're pretty tired because we've been um, we've been uh, messing around on that Oculus Quest that we got uh, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> oh my God, so much fun. And plus, you know, I got to be working like two shifts at work, so... That. But anyway, enough excuses. Let's get into the subject. So, college, um, higher learning, as they call it, okay? Now, when I say higher learning, it doesn't mean university or college. It could be anything. It could be a vocational school. It could be uh, just like interning or a skill trade, something to, to further your education in whatever field. Uh, so, Melly Mel, um, do you suggest college for anyone who, who um, isn't into education? I believe that college and or trade is a must. You think so? Um, yes. That's the only way you're going to make money. Okay. So regardless, I mean, um, even when you're your own business owner, some of those make good money, but still end up going back to some type of school mm -hmm. to get an official training of some sort. I understand. No one's born knowing taxes. No one is born knowing, you know what I mean? So all these are taught traits or learned traits. I got you. And uh, unless your parent is a financial guru, how, I mean, you know, like you don't just know this stuff. Right. I understand. You know, the thing is like, my thing is um, a lot of people say, a lot of philosophers, a lot of non-philosophers, a lot of people who hear philosophers, they say uh, when you stop learning, when your your brain stops growing, your blood stops flowing, you know. <laughs> right. Almost every rapper on the planet say that. <laughs> or poet. Anyway, so my thing is like, I like to learn new things. I love learning new things, you know? But the thing is, like, I hate studying. <laughs> right. I love to learn new things, but I really hate studying. I think that's my kryptonite. You say, hey, do you want to learn this new um, so-and-so? Like, sure. Well, you got to read this book. Oh. <laughs> right. Well, see, that's that's when people say all the time, like, if, you, if you're doing something you love to do, then it doesn't seem like it's that hard. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like... For me, I, when I go back to school for political science, mm -hmm. um, I I am intrigued by learning about the law. Mm -hmm. Okay, but like you know what else I don't like about college is that they want you to go right after high school. You know, a lot of people, eighteen, nineteen years old, don't even know what they want to do yet. For mm -hmm. example, like me now, I have to pay for my college mm -hmm. because I didn't know what I wanted to do, got bamboozled by a school, and now I owe student loans. Oh, yeah. For something that. I never even, you know what I mean? It's like, they, it should be done better. It, I understand, yeah. Something I, like me. I was young, ignorant, jumped into this thinking I want an education. Now I owe student loans. Cannot go back to school for something I actually can benefit from. I totally, I totally believe you. Now, before I get into my whole spiel, um, right now, at me, this point, uh, Malcolm Richmond, at this point, I do believe that it was worth it for me, you know, but because of how it worked out for me. If I had to talk to myself, my 17-year-old, 18-year-old self, when I went to college, oh, man, I would tell myself, man, go through it. 
it's going to be worth it in the long run. It's going to be hard. I'm not going to lie to you because you are me. I'm not going to lie to you. It's going to be hard as hell, you know? You're going to feel like you're in limbo more times than not. But uh, it's worth it. So do it, man. Go ahead, you know. And you'll, you'll, be, you'll experience so many new things, not just collegially, but socially, you know, you're going to grow as a man. And uh, the kind of the ideas and thoughts and thought process you're going to develop, worth it. Because I knew where I was at 17. You know, I was a straight up N-word, you know, <laughs> uh, when I was 17. Uh, straight up, I was, a, I was not, I was not the most, uh, you know, learned person, you know, back, back in my teen years when I was 17, 18. So would you um, say like college help you mature? Absolutely, but not just... You know, not just like, you know, as far as like, you know, books and learning and stuff like that, but the social experience is like invaluable. You know, it's like, it was a great experience for me. It really helped me grow up. I think we've discussed these things more times. But the thing is, to get back to the beginning, like where the decision, I didn't make the decision to go to college. It was made for me, you know. It was uh, when I was uh, in middle school and I went to high school and uh, it was always in my mind. You got to go to college, you know, go to college, go to college, go to college, you know. It was just a thing to do. It was like, you know, when you, you get shot, you die, you know. It was like, it was like death and taxes. It was, it was a, it was a train you could not jump out of the way of. You're on that track, you got to, you got to do it, you know. It was drilled into me by my, by my peers and by my mom, you know, who, who raised me, um, you know, and um, just going to college was the thing to do. It's like, if you don't go to college, man, you're you lose everything. What else are you going to do, you know? So my, I never had a thought in my head that I wasn't going to go to college. I knew I was going to go. The thing was, I was going to get there and where would I go? All these different questions I had, I hadn't even, um, haven't even culminated in my mind yet. You know, just, I'm going to go to college, but you know, I don't know where, I don't know how, I don't know if I'm smart enough, that kind of thing. The curriculum that I, um, that I faced in high school uh, to go to, to prepare me from college was seriously lacking. I, um, in elementary school, I went to Cleveland school, inner city schools, and they were okay. I actually excelled there. I felt like it was kind of slow, but... It was. That's not taking from your intelligence, but that might be why you excelled there, because yeah. seriously, Cleveland public schools are the worst. <laughs> no, I'm serious. And then, um... You're still teaching people that Christopher Columbus discovered America. Mm. So, it, it is what it is. Yeah, well, so whatever in the book, there's no deviation there. My kids went from a Brockville, Broadview Heights school to Cleveland Public, mm-hmm. and they were smarter than the teacher. Oh my gosh, I can believe that for I real. I promise you that. My son had to prove something to his teacher. He did it on Google. She kicked him off for the rest of the school year. Wow. Because she was wrong. They don't like getting showed up over there. Exactly. It was sad. So like, I, I went to inner city schools, and then like, we moved to the, uh, the suburbs. Oh, jeez, what is that? And so I went up going to the uh, suburbs, and... Uh, what happened was, uh, I went to I say like a predominantly white school, and the teaching, the teaching style, and the uh, the whole environment was totally different. And I would say that if I would if I would have went the whole way, from say from elementary to high school to college in Cleveland schools, I would have been just freak, just basically just overwhelmed in a way that I don't think I could process. Uh, the way it was going for me in inner city schools. Absolutely. They but set you up for failure. Yeah. They don't help you succeed. They keep you. They need the Cleveland Public School kids to to be our McDonald's workers. Right. We don't need everyone to be a boss because then no one will be there to do the dirty work. So the thing is, is that um, 
I, I, when I went to uh, the other, the, uh, the, uh, the, um, the uh, suburb schools, they had, they had some, some classes that I never heard of. I never heard of a college prep class. Mm-hmm. I know, I know it's like over 20 plus years ago for me, but the thing is like, these things are still fresh in my head because I thought about them a lot. I uh, look back on them a lot when I was in college. I was like, oh man, my teacher, she never uh, hooked me up to this. And what is this going on? You know, like, what, like I was just saying this to you earlier, like words like syllabus, like what is a syllabus? You know, like things like that. So it was just like minor things that was like just like opening the book to the uh, the suburb, suburb, suburban school uh, kids and just totally alien to me, you know. Like the way they spoke, the way they spoke was just so different, you know, and it wasn't like, it was more enlightened, you know. It was like going from like using the nerd Star Trek uh, type of type of uh, explanation. It was like going from a Klingon warship to the Enterprise. You know, it's like it's so dirty here, and now everything is clean, and everything's made out of gold and silver, and we speak to each other with politeness. <laughs> so crazy. It was just a, it was a vast difference. But even so, I don't know if it's because I was like kind of a dullard, but going from the um, the suburban schools, which was uh, a launch. Uh, leagues better than going to an inner city school. Uh, I went to college and oh my gosh, like the whole world, it was just a whole different world to me. I still didn't think I was ready. Like uh, everything was 101 for me. You know, some people were going from, you know, like they they were going from like, um, like, you know, college prep classes that actually were college prep in high school to becoming, you know, sophomores after their first semester in college. I was like, wow. And I didn't. Oh, I think that like the the my whole college experience was was a, like a giant crutch. My whole freshman year was a giant failure for me. If you ask me, my I walked in there and I had a roommate who was a disgusting pig. He was a jerk. He was a light skinned dude from Shaker Heights, you know. And uh, and if he listening, yeah, you know who you are. You know he was a he was a huge jerk, and uh, he uh, he um, he never went to class. And he blamed everyone but himself for the grades he got and what happened to him in the uh, in the long run. He was just not a good person. And living with somebody I didn't know, I definitely was not uh, prepared for that. But my um, I lived with my I shared a room with my brother, you know, when I was growing up, and like that was so different. You know, even though he was my big brother, I always knew that I had to uh, learn how to share space, you know, or get beat up, you know, that kind of thing. Not that that was the same thing in college, but. But sharing a room with a stranger who I don't know, they say in college that you take this uh, this like survey and they compare your survey score with uh, other students who are supposed to be also attending the college and they match you up like that. Well, okay, their profiles match up, so we're going to put them in the same room. That doesn't always work on paper you know, like it is you know, in, in real life. I never understood how they did housing like that. It's like, how you put this jerk, man? He didn't speak English well, you know? He was like, it was like trying to trying to go to school with old dirty bastard. You know, wow. <laughs> he always smelled like weed. I know you're not allowed to smoke in the dorms, but he always smelled like weed, and he always uh, he always had liquor in there. And there's definitely no liquor allowed in the dorm rooms. But this guy was just the worst human I've ever met, and he was from like an inner city, just like me. So maybe that's why they thought I should uh, we should be together. Oh, he's Cleveland, Shaker Heights. They're the same thing. Was put together, right? So that was crazy, but. Uh, like I said, I would still do it again. You know, if I had to talk to myself, I would I'd say Malcolm, go through it because it's worth it. All the experiences, all the new people you'll meet, um, the instructors you'll meet, and you'll find your calling, you know, for communications in there. It's going to be hard because I didn't find my uh, my uh, 
my communications niche uh, right out the gate. I actually failed out of college. Uh, my my second sophomore year, yes, I had a second sophomore year. I actually failed out of college, you know. I didn't get kicked out. I got a letter in the mail when I came home, and it said, uh, you have to come back for summer school or don't come back at all. <laughs> mm. So let's, let's guess what uh, what, um, what Malcolm Richmond did. Right. I went back. And the thing is that when I went back, I actually ended up, like, when you go back to college for summer, not as many classes are, are offered as they are during the regular school year. So I ended up taking this class called VCT, or Visual Communications Technology, which ended up being my major, okay? What ended up being my major, and uh, I took it and I flew with it, man. In that class, I ended up learning, I always learned, I loved, always loved how to draw, loved to draw. I knew a little. I knew I knew how to draw, but I had no idea what to do with it. I said, "I'm not to draw, so what? Be an architect? <laughs> no, there's so many other things you can do if you know how to draw. You know, man. I went to VCT. I learned the uh, the ins and outs of animation, which I love. I still love. I learned the ins and outs of uh, graphic design, which I make a, a pretty good living right now doing that. And um, I learned how to you know video editing, and I learned. Uh, special effects, CGI, all that stuff. I learned it all. You wouldn't be hearing me right now if it wasn't for this class. I met my first mentor. His name was Gene Poor. He was a doctor, and he was like, he had seniority and, uh, well, a tenure. I mean, he had tenure, and he owned a multi-million dollar company outside of the campus, and he would take us there, and this guy, he owned a, a uh, animatronic studio. It was the most badass thing I've ever seen in my life. Someone who you know and you talk to on an almost daily basis had this hidden life, this hidden world that he commanded. You know, when he walked in there, everyone, you know, hello, sir, hello, um, sir, Jean, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, my God, I was so impressed. You know, because he was just like really, really down-to-earth uh, old gentleman who just used to sit in front of us and just talk to us in the most basic terms, you know. He was like these other professors who would like talk over us and, you know, and try to seem like, oh, I'm all high and mighty and you need to get your vocabulary up. No, he wasn't like that. He spoke to us on the most basic terms and he made it feel like, you know, he really was rooting for you to become more, more than what you are. And he taught me so many important lessons and he also in introduced me to my uh, my second mentor. After Jane had took me to as far as, uh, as he could take me from his position, I met my second mentor. His name was Bill Bachman. Bill Bachman actually went to uh, end up working um, um, shoulder to shoulder with uh, Steve Jobs before he passed. Um, he worked. Um, he worked. He worked with Adobe. Uh, Adobe Works. He worked with. Uh, he's actually. If you if you out there, if you guys use uh, any Adobe products, say like uh, Photoshop. I love Photoshop. If you use any of those products like Photoshop, uh, After Effects, or um, uh, Acrobat, look in the credits. You know. And you'll see Bill Bachman, his name. That dude, oh, he taught me so much stuff. I mean, I can't even, like, really adequately name everything he taught me and how when I fall flat on my ass or on my face or both at the same time, guess how that can happen? He would pick me up, dust me off, like, hey, try it this way, you know? And I really, you know, I would really, you know, it really catch on to me. And without those guys, I probably wouldn't have gotten that degree, you know, that degree that... <laughs> my mom didn't even let me take home. She kept it. She uh, she has it on her mantle. She well, has her hard work. She has my my high school diploma, my brother's high school diploma, my sister's high school diploma, 
in all of our degrees, all of, like this golden case. She's like, I mean, can I have my uh, my de- degree? She said, no, what you need it for? Take a picture of it. There you go. It's right there. But she, <laughs> but yeah. Um, That's her hard work. You guys um, will keep the education and knowledge forever. She right. gets the piece of paper. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's her badge of honor. So if you're if you're um, if you're um, considering college or not going to college. Uh, find do some research, do some research, man. Okay, do some research before you do it. I'm not saying that you know, like it's not worth it. Look, even though I stepped on the other side of that degree, I went in with no debt, no nothing. I walked out of that place with. I went to Bowling Green State University. Okay, I ended up having to be there for six and a half years. I won't go into every little detail that I went through when I was in there. I uh. I stepped out of there in debt, eighty thousand dollars in debt. Okay, <laughs> and I'll tell you uh, right now, Malcolm Richmond, how much of that do I owe? Zero. Okay, <laughs> and I I own three businesses. Okay, so the thing is, is that uh, it does work. It does work for you if you work for it. Okay, there's there's a give and take. You can't just go to college and be like, man, I went to college and I ain't got no job. No, you got to work for it. I can't tell you how many countless jobs I had, how many grunt jobs I had to get where I am right now. I'm not saying that I'm like super rich right now, but damn it, I'm doing well, okay? And uh, I, I love that I, I work at uh, my, my day three businesses. I, I love that I use my mind, you know? I use my mind. I use the influence from that school every day with every problem, I always. There's never a moment when my college background is not playing a heavy hand in what I do. Millie Mel? That's awesome. I I am first. I messed up. I um, I messed up. First of all, I I am very much like not as privileged as you are, or you know, I was never supposed to go to college. It was never my family's plan. Um, I even got a scholarship through a company called Esperanza simply for graduating, and uh, couldn't even get that officially backed up or nothing by my parents. Uh-huh. Um, my father felt like nothing uh, good comes free. Uh-huh. So, and why do you need a, a degree to be a housewife? If you just marry the right man, you won't need a degree. That was his um, mentality. Wow, really? Just the old school, huh? Very seriously old school. And um, so, like, I, I college, that was something for people not like me. That's the way I always thought of it and then when I got old enough I'm like man I'm smart enough to go to college so Mm -hmm. I signed up for something I went to Remington College Mm -hmm. for pharmacy technician okay now I believe something like this should be completely illegal there's no reason in the world CVS will teach you how to be a pharmacy technician paid Mm -hmm. two weeks takes two weeks of training Mm -hmm. paid Remington nine months $15,000 $15,000 Yikes! to work at CVS for $9 an hour. That's pretty wild. It is. And that, that, so for you, it was worth it. Mm-hmm. For someone like me, it was a slap in the face for being so uneducated. Yeah, that's why I say, you know, dude, that's, that goes back to my point of researching what you're going to do. Okay, guys, that's it, that's it for us today. So, uh, thanks, Melly Mel, for the uh, deconversation. That was really awesome. But to get more of the Malcolm Richmond Show, you can catch us on Facebook at Malcolm Richmond 
Instagram at The Malcolm Richmond Show, and on the triple dub at www.themalcolmrichmondshow.com, and on YouTube at The Malcolm Richmond Vlog, guys, for more videos. Thank you, and see you guys next time. Peace.